Mm, thank God for coffee. Thank God for coffee, episode 13. Oh man, we have a good one today. I hope everybody's having an amazing, amazing day. I hope that, that this podcast has been a great blessing to your life. I keep getting feedback, great feedback. Um, l- let me tell you something, okay? Um, as, as many of you know, I'm a, past, I'm a pastor. And um, I believe uh, a whole lot that things are spiritual and they manifest in the physical. Amen. Um, And with that being said, you got to understand something. We are getting so much feedback from people saying how this podcast has been a great blessing to their life. Just the other day, I was uh, I was talking to a young man and he was telling me, he's like, hey, you know what, Pastor? He goes, don't stop doing the podcast. And I'm like, oh, you know, I don't don't intend to stop. I I really feel like, you know, this is something that the Lord has put in my heart. I don't want to stop. And he's like, yeah, he's like, it's just really helped me stay uh the course he's like i've listened to all the episodes um do me a favor listen to all the episodes whenever you have a chance i'm not saying that you have to binge through them you know um but i am saying hey you know what support us it's it's just it's uh all it is is you know sharing it with friends go on social media um on facebook thank god for coffee podcasts give us a follow there and then on Instagram, thank God for coffee podcast as well. I believe we have we have a TikTok on there as well, as well that's also going. And just know, I mean, we from the bottom of our heart, we just want to say thank you, thank you for for following, thank you for being a part of this uh, endeavor. And we just we do it we do it with all of our heart. And I want to thank everybody that's been listening so far. Um, and we've been growing in leaps and bounds. It's been it's been so 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 good um i'm so i'm so happy with what's going on son how you doing blessed definitely yeah? blessed what what do you what do you think about everything so far you know i'm i'm very shocked at, um of how it's going 100 percent um i wasn't really? expecting you to didn't blow up like this you didn't think that your dad was your dad had it in no, no no <laughs> you know it's because it's <clears throat> you know, we're family we're yeah. not it, it's just a dad and a son trying to do something and trying to work for God. It's a couple guys. It's just a couple guys. Just out. a couple guys. So <laughs> those hombres. <laughs> no, but I, I wasn't expecting. Yeah. You know, I wasn't ready for what was gonna happen. He wasn't ready. <laughs> you know, um, we're we're just humbled. We're humbled, and and I don't want to ever. I don't want to come off. Okay, like if we've made it, we haven't made it anywhere. Okay. <laughs> we're still we're still the same guys it's just you know uh, we noticed though that you know things are trending and things are are, are being being uh um we, we have the people that are listening in different places of the world and we're just very grateful um so episode 13 i am drinking today jamaican blue mountain it's jamaican coffee um actually a medium roast pretty good to be honest with you, I, I I really um smooth smooth taste, a little bit of a blonde roast type of um type of taste. Um, I am currently uh, under the weather, so if you hear it in my voice, I apologize a hundred percent. Um, I'm not feeling too well, but um, believe it or not, we've been getting people um asking, hey, when's the new episode going to come out? I really hope that you guys have caught Nicodemus. I felt that God was in that. Uh, big time. And we have another thing coming with uh, the Samaritan woman 
um, as well. And just the, the women at the well as well. We got a couple little things coming on that are going to be two part episodes because there's so much in there. I just pray that it's a huge blessing to your life, a tremendous blessing. And then also, so big shout out to brother Neil from family worship center. Can we get a big shout out? Ooh, he brought yeah. me, he got me this, this coffee. I haven't had the opportunity to grind it, but I thought it was so, so interesting. It's a coffee from, um, from Honduras and it's called, uh, is it Riz's son or R- Rise or? We, we don't. Because <laughs> it's spelled with R-I and then uh, apostrophe uh, S. Yes. So it's, a, I'm thinking it's Rise because it's a Christian thing. Uh-huh. So, you know, Rising. But it could yeah. also be Riz. Yeah. You know what, though? What I really love is their, just their mission behind it. They're just saying that this, um, the proceeds of this coffee help, um, um, help for hope at at risk children and those in need. Um, it's just I feel like I was reading the the bag and and I really liked it and I just kind of wanted to give them a shout out. We're probably gonna post them on anything that we have on on Instagram. If you're in the Phoenix area, it looks like they just opened up a coffee shop, so you might want to pick up a bag and just be supportive. It's um, uh, their website is uh, wgoreach.org. Um, World Gospel Outreach. So Riz Coffee, we're gonna check. Uh, we're gonna check it out, and it's uh, equip, inspire, and empower. It says so. Cool, cool beans. Literally, cool beans. Cool beans. All right, let's get uh, into uh, the interesting coffee fact of the day. All right, here it goes. Here it goes. Where does the name cappuccino come from where does the name cappuccino come from i'm thinking france no france mm, I, really? I, I, maybe i should have worded that different where did they where did they get the name cappuccino oh, why cappuccino okay. not okay. just not location wise but i do have the location oh so how did they come up with the name cappuccino all right you just cut that off, son. Wow. Um, cappuccino it is from 16th century Italian fra- uh, Franciscan monks. I was close. I was close. Yes. So they would wear a robe. They would wear a robe. And it's the light color brown. So when they, when they did the beverage, the cappuccino, you know how the foam is like light brown? That's where they got the name cappuccino. So oh. the cappuccino is actually the robe that the Franciscan uh, friars used to wear in the 16th century. So, kind of interesting, huh? Hmm. I know that there's some cappuccino uh, fans out there. Yay, right? Yeah, all those cappuccino fans. Those cappuccino fans. All right, let's get into the Word of God today. We're actually wrapping up John chapter 3 today, if you can believe it. It's awesome, amen? So, we had an amazing... Um, two episodes when it comes to Nicodemus. Now we go to one of my heroes in the faith, John the Baptist. And we're going to be reading from John chapter 3, verse 22. And we're going to close out the, we're going to close out the chapter and go to verse 36. Amen. So there where you are, if you can join me in uh, getting into the scriptures. Verse 22. After these things, Jesus and his disciples came into the land of Judea, and there he remained with them and baptized. Now John also was baptizing in Anon near Salim, 
because there was much water there. And they came and were baptized. For John had not yet been thrown into prison. Verse 25. Then there arose a dispute between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purification. Verse 26. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you beyond the Jordan, to whom you have testified, behold, he is baptizing, and all are coming to him. Verse 27. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing unless it has has been given to him from heaven. You yourselves bear witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. He who comes from above is above all. He who is on the earth is earthly and speaks of the earth. He who comes from heaven is from is above all. And verse uh, 32, and what he has seen and heard that he testifies and no one receives his testimony. He who has received his testimony has certified that God is true for he whom God has sent speaks the words of God for God does not give the spirit by measure. Verse 35, the father loves the son and has given all things into his hand. He who believes in the Son has everlasting life, and he who does not believe the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. Vicious. Okay, let's get into this. Let's get into the breakdown. If you look here, so the disciples of John the Baptist come up to him, and they say to him, hey, this Jesus whom you have been testifying about People are flocking all over to see what he's doing. And they're going over there and they're looking to get, he's baptizing them as well. Amen. And I love that John here. Now, I, I know if you've listened to episodes past, I've told you that John is one of my heroes in the faith because he was a man that trusted God. And see, many times that's, that's, that's kind of our fault sometimes. Our fault is that, is that many times we we think that it's all in our hand and the reality of it is is that god wants you to trust him and to believe that everything is in his hand amen and when we trust him and we walk in faith and not by sight what does that mean what does that mean pastor hyman walk by faith and not by sight that means that regardless of my circumstance regardless of what i'm seeing around me regardless of what's taking place i'm going to trust god amen and this, I feel like it's so beautiful because John, John tells him, listen, guys, I want you guys to remember, I am not the Christ. Look at verse 28. You yourselves bear witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but that I have been sent before him. And I, I love that. I love that because he's saying, hey, listen, not my will, but your will, God. And many times we as Christians, we don't, we don't remember that too often. Sometimes we get so wrapped up on, on our lives, what's going on, our kids, bills, our careers, amen, that we start believing that everything is in, my, is in our hand. Now, do not get me wrong, okay? If you think that you're going to fulfill God's purpose and will um, by sitting on the couch all day playing video games, I, I'm, I'm sorry to say that's not going to happen, amen? You have to understand something. We get to put in the work. We get, into, we get to labor in the kingdom of God. 
And God is the one that's going to send you your, your results for your hard work. And I love that God says, you know what? Um, he calls himself the Lord of the harvest. That's one of his titles. And what that means is that, you know what? We can, we plant seeds, we water it, you know, we do the labor and, and, and everything, but ultimately the growth is given by God. So I, I love that, you know, John here, John the Baptist, he understands that he has served a purpose and that his purpose was to come before Jesus. And he understands that he himself has to kind of let things play out according to God's will. I love in verse 29, he says, he makes a reference that is very important. He says, he who has the bride is the bridegroom. What does that mean? You have to remember something. Whenever we hear a reference of a bride and the bridegroom, it's always about the church and Jesus Christ. Amen. It does depictions. It does um, different things in the Bible where it goes type and figure or foreshadowing. And it talks about the bride and the bridegroom. Amen. Now, this is significant and we're going to get into it. He says, he who has the bride is the bridegroom. So Jesus is establishing his church, amen, with his disciples. But the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. Now, let me tell you what that means. Okay, so in Jewish tradition, the best friend of the bridegroom I, I mean, you can kind of say like the best man is uh, something in Hebrew called uh, Shoshobin. And the Shoshobin, that he, his job was to go and tend to any of the needs of the bridegroom. And he was basically the middleman between the bride's family and the groom's family. So he was basically the one that was kind of like bringing in information from one place to another. He's the one that was making sure that the wedding is going according to plan. Amen. So when Paul says, I'm sorry, not Paul, but John, when John says um, that the, the but the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice he was telling him he was kind of he was kind of trying to let them know like hey guys i understand my place and see this is a man this is so great this is so great i was just talking about this with the uh, with a friend of mine we have to understand that in ministry there's a lot of moving parts and many times the things that destroy a ministry are people that that want something that was given to somebody else in ministry you'll find if you're a young person in ministry trying to come into the things of the lord and you want to be used by god you're gonna find out that you know what in ministry and i've said this before you will find envy you will find jealousy it's just because it's human beings that are being used and you got to understand human beings we come sometimes we come with baggage a lot of us amen we have situations in our past there can be abuse there could have been you know a, a certain pastor um that maybe didn't treat you right so when you come to a ministry you come to a certain place you'll find yourself um in a place where people are not happy that you are succeeding in the things of the lord but this is where you yourself have to understand, okay, listen, like, I'm not doing it for anybody. I'm not doing it for, you know, 
um, uh, that person over there. I'm not doing it for, you know, that lady, that young lady over there. No, I'm doing it for the Lord. And the Lord knows my heart. He knows that I want to serve him. He knows that I'm trying to give him my best. Amen. And I love this because John is telling them, telling his disciples, listen, um, th therefore, this joy of mine is fulfilled. If you see there in verse 29, he knew his place. I'm an assistant pastor, amen, at Family Worship Center. I, 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 it has taken me a while to understand that I have to know my place, amen? I know my place. And what does that mean? That means that um, in ministry, sometimes you're not going to agree 100% with, with everything, amen, but you understand and you know that division is of the enemy. And see, that's what, that's what John was saying here. It's like, hey, you know what? I rejoice, I rejoice with what is going on. I rejoice that the bridegroom has the bride and my joy is fulfilled. And look at, see, one of my favorite, favorite verses in all of the Bible is John chapter 3, verse 30. He must increase, but I must decrease. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Because let me tell you something, as you mature in the things of Christ, as you, as you take hold of your cross and you, you follow Jesus, amen, you are going to have to understand that there are going to be aspects in your life that you are going to have to decrease when you're going to say, you know what, Lord, I don't know why it is that I'm sick, but I trust you. See, so my, my knowledge, my knowledge of everything, maybe I don't agree with how things are, 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 are playing out. But Lord, right now, it's not my will, but your will, God. And see, that's what, that's what John was saying. John was saying, hey, I understand that in this hour, Jesus is now going to increase and I must decrease. And many times we come to Jesus and I, I've seen many Christians come and we talked about this in episodes past where I tell you guys, you know what? You can't, you can't tell God to follow your plan. You can't say, hey, Jesus, listen, I need you to follow me. You know, I'm not going to follow you. I need you to follow my lead. That doesn't happen in the, in the kingdom of God. And if you try to live like that with God, you're going to be humbled. You are going to go through situations in this life that are going to, they're going to have to humble you. Amen. And John knew his place. He who comes from above is above all. Look at, he's saying, look, he, he that comes from heaven is above all things. He who is of the earth is earthly and speaks of the earth. John was saying, I'm from this earth. So anything that I could speak is limited. It's limited. So anything that I could teach you is only what I have here in my hands and what I've seen. But he, he who comes from heaven is above all. Amen. And see, he understood his place. He understood what God was using him for. And see, I, man, this is so amazing because you got to understand something. Many times we say to ourselves, I just don't know my purpose. I don't know why God has me where I am. I don't know why I'm going through what I'm going through. I don't know why things happen the way that they did. And many times we fail 
to submit and give it to God. Many times we fail. We say, Lord, you know, I thought that that I was going to I was going to do this and I was going to do that. I've heard in ministry, you know, I've been in the Lord for some some time now. I've heard so many people tell me, "Hey, oh yeah, I see myself preaching to to, to thousands. I see myself opening a church. I see myself doing this. I see myself doing that." And Two, three years pass by, and then that person's not even a saved person anymore. And you might say, well, what do you mean he's not saved anymore? You know, who's saved and who's not saved, that's between you and God. That's be, that He's the, the just judge. But when I say that he's not saved anymore, is that he's not walking in the ways of the Lord anymore. Amen? And see, so we have to comprehend something. When we seek the purpose of God, and I know that I'm going a little bit more ministry today with this message, but it's just... John the Baptist was in ministry. Essentially, right now, we're seeing a change take place. And the change is that Jesus has come now. He becomes the central figure, amen, of the gospel. And then we're seeing how his disciples and Peter and John, they're going to start taking more of the of the learning uh, road. And you're going to start seeing how John the Baptist begins to decrease, just like he says it on here. And see, let me, let me tell you something. There are going to be times in ministry where God is going to tell you, look, I know that there's injustice. I know that things are not quite right, but you're going to have to trust me. And that's what John was doing. John was saying, look, guys, I know that, you know, people are following Jesus. I know that I have to decrease, but remember, I'm not the Christ. Amen. So what I feel today is I want everybody to know that you have a calling. Maybe your calling is to be a good father. Maybe your calling is to be a minister in the church. Maybe your calling is to teach young people with your, ex with your examples. Maybe your calling is to be a good neighbor, a loving person, a good boss. We all have a purpose in the things of God that if we were to give it to the Lord and say, Lord, I need you to help me in this and take hold of what I, I want to give you, God can use that. God can use anything for his honor and his glory. And it's just going to have to be your humility, your heart that takes hold of, of what God wants to do. Amen. Because I will tell you this, okay? So I'm sitting in, in my office right now that we converted into a studio. And everything in this office, everything has a purpose. Nothing, nothing in this office does not have a purpose. You can see, uh, I mean, everything from this microphone that's in front of me to the laptop that's in front of my son to the, the ceiling fan here in the office. Everything in this office has a purpose. From this chair to, I mean, this table, my coffee mug, everything. And see, God doesn't create things without a purpose. So if you have breath in your lungs, you have a purpose in, in life. Maybe your purpose is to raise beautiful children, to be a leader in the workplace, to uh, finish a career, get into ministry. I just, I want you to know, I want you to know 
that God, God wants you to fulfill this purpose, amen. But you're going to have to do it by his hand. And see, so many people that walk around aimless, so many people that say, I just don't know my purpose. I don't know what God has called me for. I don't even believe in God because I feel like I keep talking to him. I feel like I keep reaching out to him and nothing happens. I feel like no one's listening to me. I want you to know that God listens to your prayers, but he's not going to follow you. You're going to have to follow him. And you're going to have to, there where you're at, say, Lord, fulfill your purpose in me. And this joy of mine that John the Baptist was talking about being fulfilled, I need to be fulfilled in my life. I want you to know that if you are going through life feeling like there is no, no, no fulfillment or no joy, it's because maybe something's out of, out of place. See, all human beings were called to worship something. And, and we're called to worship the one true God, amen? But sometimes we lose our way and we, we start worshiping other things, amen? So I invite you, ask God. Ask God to reveal your, your purpose. Ask God to walk with you every single day and believe him for great things. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much for listening in today. Share this podcast with somebody else. Let's share some hope today. Let's be the light in darkness. Let's be the hands and feet of Jesus. Until next time, God bless you. And let's sip a little bit of coffee. Amen. <laughs>